Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello, it's us again. It's the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. I'm Troy, joined as always by Jay, and we are here to talk about this week's episode of NXT UK. How you doing, my man? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Uh, another fine episode of NXT UK. Indeed. I don't Indeed. Mean, I don't mean fine as in like, that was fine. I mean fine as in like a fine wine. It's like a fine wine. Yes. Yeah. Like, one. like one of the more expensive ones in the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> The twelve ninety nine instead of the seven ninety nine. Yeah, not not <laughs> not the own brand. Like no, 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 no. no. What one of the one of the ones they brought, they brought in like Tesco's finest or the supermarkets <laughs> are available. Uh, if you want to let us know what you thought of this week's episode of NXT UK, come and join us on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod, or on Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, or even better, dive deeper into the conversation and join us on our Discord server at Untitled Rest Pod. Uh, let's get into it. NXT UK. Yeah. Uh, opening match, Dave Mastiff against Ilya Dragunov. Um, this was um, built up a little bit last week, touted last week, um, where Dave Mastiff uh, approaches Dragunov in the middle of an interview uh, and says something to that the effect of, um, I see you've got some anger management issues. I've had that too. Let's beat it out of each other basically uh and that Dave led to this match continuing to be cool uncle <laughs> cool uncle cool. dave cool uncle dave oh i'm angry you're angry let's beat the shit out of each other <laughs> <laughs> um is it just me or does dragonov look even more ripped yeah he looked like he'd been working um working out a bit hadn't he? he's just doing all of the abs it's ridiculous um it was in good shape anyway but yeah Absolute machine. Anyway, yeah. the match. Uh, Dragunov straight out the gate, just boots Mastiff right in the mush uh, and just continues to mount offense. Mastiff doesn't really seem to have an answer for him at, at various points. He kind of gains a bit of a power kind of advantage, and but Dragunov manages to slip out of it. Uh, Dragunov goes for a German suplex, but he gets him sort of just, I think, a little bit off his feet, but doesn't manage to fully get him over. Um, he then goes for it again after kind of mounting a bit more offense, doesn't get him up. Um, and then Dragonoff ends up on like the back, the shoulders of Mastiff. Uh, and the only way that Mastiff can get out of that is to just basically back body drop him. Uh, then the ref suddenly calls for the bell and I had no idea what happened. I thought something had happened to Dragonoff. I thought Dragonoff had been knocked out or something I, like I that. I thought he'd like cleanly KO'd uh, Dragonoff, yeah. Like, like that's his new finisher, on. just a, a massive like body drop kind of just lands himself on him. Uh, but it turns out uh, the ref throws the X up and Mastiff's face is bust open. Uh, we then see the replay of what happened. And just before they go into that back body drop, um, Dragunov catches Mastiff in the face with a really nasty looking forearm, clean on the nose. Fucking yeah, lamped him, didn't he? Absolutely clobbered him. Uh and that was what resulted in what we are later told is uh, a broken nose. Um, yeah, just whew, 
that wasn't nice to see. You don't want to see that on anyone. But um, it's a shame because we were both very, very much looking forward to this match. I was um, really excited about this match. Yeah. A little bit, little bit of a, not. I don't want to say disappointment, but it was a little bit of a anti-climax. Yeah. 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 That's fair enough. Um, but yeah, hopefully speedy recovery uh, to big cool Uncle Dave. Um yeah, that's it. And we then get uh, Zoya Brookside, um, a little video package just saying that she wants to fight for the fans. Um, this is one of many video packages we get from all of the women that are involved in the gauntlet match uh, for Kaylee Ray um, and her NXT UK Women's Championship. Uh, we then see Kenny Williams and Sid Scala backstage just reminding him basically that if you lose, uh, you've got to leave. Uh, and Kelly Williams is like, yeah, don't worry, I understand. I'm the, the, the lucky and, and a scumbag and whatever else it is that he says. Um, we then get Stevie Turner uh, and a video package. Uh, not one of the women in uh, the Gauntlet match, but a similar video package, just a bit more background on her, as they usually do with these uh, new guys and girls that come in and get a little bit of their background. Um, I'll be honest... This can sort of fuck off a little bit. Like, what's her gimmick? <laughs> Do, does she think she's in a computer game? Does she think she's in Cypher? Like, oh, I, I see I, I, in 4D. Well, fucking, we all do love. A, a gimmick's like cyberpunk, isn't it? Yeah, I don't like but, it. Um, It's a bit naff. Yeah, like, this was this was pretty much the same um, promo that she cut before a match against Eva as well, a couple mm. weeks ago. Yeah, Almost I'm, word for word. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's an exciting wrestler. She like fair enough. Like they, they're trying to differentiate like people, so we've not got like literally the same generic person. But mm. it's giving it a bit odd. Um, it is a bit odd. Hope hopefully she'll win it round. It's like when they did um, the Sammy Cal, not Sammy Callum. What was his name? Fucking NXT Solomon Crow. When Solomon they did like Crow, the, yeah. the gimmick with him, and it's always like, oh fuck's sake, here we go. Just a bit hokey. Code. Yeah. Oh, got my iPad out. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hack into the electrics and turn the lights off in me match. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it, it's it's what it is, isn't it? It's it's like dad's trying to fucking plan out something for the kids to say. <laughs> a little bit, little bit nonsensical at times, but yeah. <laughs> see, see where it goes. She's a good yeah. wrestler. Um, yeah, yeah. Benefit of the doubt, she is a good wrestler. I'm just not sold on the gimmick yet. But yes, there's time. <laughs> there's plenty of time. Makes um, two of us. <laughs> so, who I am sold on is Ilya Dragunov, who's then interviewed afterwards uh, and says something. He was, he was quite mumbled, quite quiet, so I didn't really get all of it. But it was something along the lines of uh, things need to change. Dave was trying to help me. I let my temper get away of me, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he said he said um, he had the lack of self control in the match and it affected them. And he needs to he needs that to change because it's starting to hurt people that he respects now. That. Which is kind of like the people he'd been doing, he'd been like kind of lose control on in the past. Mm. Clearly, he's got no respect for Jack Stars because it's only Jack Stars. No offense to Jack Stars. <laughs> um, friend of the podcast, Jack Stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like he, he, Mastiff's obviously kind of like got this sort of vibe about him with like the locker room leader, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he, he doesn't want to fuck him off. That's yeah, for sure. That's fair enough. Um, after this, someone who I would like to fuck off, uh, Gallus boys are playing keep ups with a football. What, oh. the, what the fuck? What the fuck is Wolfgang's hat? 
get that off your head, you neep. You look a dickhead. Um, then Rampage comes along, and and I think because one of them had, had kicked the ball down the corridor, uh, and like <laughs> like a school teacher, Rampage picks up the ball, <laughs> and they're like, "Can we have our ball back?" It's, nah, not so much, pal. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rampage My favorite wants- thing. It was when when they asked it and he went nah and just lashed it. Fucking bullets. Rampage wants to fight um, Joe Coffey. He's not there. Wolfgang says, "I'll fight you instead." Sweet. Um, I imagine that's next week or the week after because it certainly wouldn't on this show. They didn't actually announce it, did they? They're not. No, like they, when they were announcing like all the stuff for next week. I assume it's next week, but they only mm. announced two matches for next week. Yeah. Which one of them is going to be that women's gauntlet, which is obviously going to take up the meat of the show. Yeah. And the other is going to be Nathan Fraser versus Noam Dar, which we'll get to now, which mm. is going to be a heritage cup match, which is also going to take up the meat of the show. 15, 20 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're only going to need two matches on next week's show, I guess. But at the same time, like, why would you set that match up and then <laughs> make us wait? Yeah. Yeah. I want to see Rampage obliterate Wolfgang now, not not next week. Yes, please and thank you. Uh, we then get a quick Isle of Dawn video package, much in the same as the other ones, like the Zyra Brookside one and all of the other ladies later on. Um, it's quite nice, I quite, actually. I, I quite like this uh, Isle of Dawn one because she yeah. was like, she was talking about how like Kaylee Ray got into her head and um, used that to sort of like used her almost as like a weapon against um, Amelia McKenzie and. Um, yeah. oh, and it was, it was quite cool that she was like, yeah, Kaylee Ray used me. Now it's my turn to like kind of get my payment. It was like, mm. yeah, a dollar. Yeah. A lot of respect for that. That's cool. She's a, she's a lot more intriguing nowadays, Isle of Dawn. Like she was a bit, not bland, but she didn't really feel like she had much direction. A bit one-dimensional. Like, yeah, well, she's still two-dimensional. Stevie Turner's the only four-dimensional one. Don't you forget. Facts. Fucking hell. <laughs> After this, it's too easy that one. <laughs> after this, we get the Supernova sessions. This is brilliant as always. Um, it starts with just Noam Dar and Shah Samuels just glaring at the camera. Um, Dar says that um, he doesn't need validation from anyone. Basically, um, I love that they've got piped in laughter now as well. <laughs> yeah, canned laughter like a shit chat show. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Just says that he doesn't need validation from anyone, and he kind of sets his own benchmark or something like that. I don't know. Um, but then his next guest comes on, which is Nathan Fraser, and Dar's like, "Hang on, we've already had him on." Uh, he says I to the producer, "He's like, we're not doing like, reruns. We've got a new guest. This is really exciting." And then, "What <laughs> <laughs> this fella? Don't do the peak, pal." <laughs> and then Fraser sits down. Picks up a breadstick and starts eating it. And Shah Samuels like, oh, he stopped stuffing your face. That's Shah not for was you. so angry about him eating Dar- that fucking breadstick. <laughs> Dar's like, that's not for you. That's for new guests. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, he's like, well, why have you changed your name? He's like, oh, I changed my name originally to Ben Carter to stop my parents finding out that I wrestled and also so that my football coach in the States wouldn't find out. Um, Dar then asks him, so what have you learned? And then he says to Samuel, he says, ah, see, that was a good question, wasn't it? It was a good question. And Fraser just says that he um, has trained with a lot of like uh, British wrestling greats and, and 
his reason for coming over was to kind of learn a new style and adapt to the British style of wrestling, which he hasn't yet done. Um, and then Dar goes to wrap things up. Samuel says, actually, I've got a question. Who do you think you are? Everyone's singing your praises. You're not a true British wrestler. You have a flag on your video. You're not even from the UK. <laughs> Fraser's like, well, I am from the UK. But Guernsey's in, in the UK. He's like, shut up, you tart. And he calls him a I, fraud I, and a I pretender and a one-trick I pony. Love, <laughs> I love the Shah's making tart kayfabe. It's fucking <laughs> I, I, just, I just think signing, like, we were talking about um, in a previous episode how like some of these like new signings they've made this year mm. have been really good. I think for me, Shah Samuels could be the best one just because he's so entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, not not from like a wrestling standpoint, and that's not to say he's not a good wrestler because I think he's fantastic. He is, but, but from his character a work, character is perspective, standing. Yeah, I agree. Like whenever so he's talking, good. he's just so entertaining. Yeah, yeah, he really is. Um, Dar then says that he wouldn't last a minute with him in the ring, let alone six three-minute rounds in a Heritage Cup match. Samuels then accepts the match on Dar's behalf, and then Dar's like, whoa, 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 hang on, hang on. And he's like, play that funky music, and he walks off, and then Samuels is like, don't worry, don't worry, you're mugging Royce off. And then they hug it out, and everything's <laughs> apparently all right. <laughs> you're mugging right off. You're mugging right off, you slag. Uh, we then get a video That's package. <laughs> we got a video package um, from Ginny again, much like the, the other ones. Um, all build to this match next week, which is cool. It was nice to see all of them get their little bit of uh, spotlight and, and time to kind of get over why they're in the match, why they think they're going to win it, and kind of staking their claim. Uh, yeah. We then get a mirrored kind of segment from backstage again. Amir Jordan and Sid Scala talking about the kind of repercussions of whoever will lose their match later on. Uh, we get a subculture video package again, same as last Yay. week. So that's <laughs> um, uh, Flash Morgan Webster. Dick Andrews. Andrews, isn't he? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Like a um, proper triad. They've got t shirts now, haven't they? Yeah, and matching oh. jackets and hats. and Oh, oh. subculture. Yeah. Oh, look how edgy it, we are. Woo. Is it actually subculture if they're fucking trying to like sell merch on it? That's the question I've got. So they're talking about like they're from the underground and they're all edgy and cool and punk yeah, yeah. guys. It's like no, you you're genuinely not. If you you're fucking, not. you're not. You're selling punk, out. You said that. Call that selling out, Danny that's, Luna. That's not very punk rock, is it, Danny Luna? Take, take a long card. Look at yourself in the mirror, Danny Luna. Uh, then after this, we get uh, Akid and Tyler Bate video package ahead of their NXT UK Heritage Cup match. This was a really, really nice video package. Really nice. I thought shot. this was fucking brilliant. Yeah, really I, good. It, it was it was really cool. Like, they've done a lot of different stuff with Tyler Bates, like sort of backstage vignettes. And I think this where they were both kind of like sitting down and like analysing the matches they've had mm. together. Um, previously, they're really hyping up how like this third match is like to see who's the better guy. Yeah, and both guys firmly believe they're the better guy. Um, I'm I'm so excited for this match when it does finally happen. Yeah, Tyler Bates absolutely winning that. I think so. Yeah, I, I want a kid to retain because I feel like I feel like he's still got a lot to offer in that mm. role, but that maybe it'll make him better, like make him more intriguing, like as a chasing champ. Um, who knows? But maybe we get a turn yeah. from one of them. It's a face I was versus thinking face maybe, at this point. Yeah, but then which one would turn? 
because Tyler's not the boat. Well, Tyler's a good heel when he wants to be, mm. but I think Tyler's too over as a face right now. Yeah, and then also Aiken, if you turn him heel, surely you got to turn Trent heel because otherwise, can't turn Trent seven heel exactly. Yeah, so Aiken's not, got to turn heel. Well, you can again. You can just not at the moment because yeah. Trent's a fucking top baby face. Top top baby face. Uh, we then get a Danny Luna video package, much like the other ones. And then speaking of top, top, top babyface, we get Here Comes Saxon Huxley against the best in the world, Sexy Trent Seven. Uh, oh, stupid Sexy Trent. Stupidly Sexy Trent Seven. <laughs> uh, Huxley throws Dashing some... Trent Seven. <laughs> Dashing Mr. Seven. Uh, Huxley throws some huge right hands and knees from the off. Uh, to the ribs. Uh, Seven then gets caught going for a crossbody, manages to turn it over, picks up and gains some momentum, uh, scoops up Saxon for a two count. Uh, Huxley then catches him with a knee on the ropes and then a Thez press and follows up with a standing elbow drop. Uh, he then hits Trent in the corner with a sort of hip attack with his ass or his thigh. I don't know what it is. Like his um, running knee, wasn't it? Like he, he like kind of yeah. like grinded his knee across his whole face. Mm. So it ended up with his hip. Uh, then Trent is sort of draped over the apron, like over the ring. Um, Huxley goes to the outside, follows up with a, a big boot. Uh, and, and then Huxley refers to himself in the third, really weirdly, where he's like, there goes Saxon Huxley. I don't quite get why he's doing it. It's very odd. Uh, I, I think it kind of, it fits with the character though, doesn't it? That he's like a nutter. That he's mental. Yeah, that he's Proper just a mental. bit of a nutter. <laughs> he then hits uh, another elbow drop but this time from the apron down to the floor Trent then responds with some heavy chops Hux responds right back with like a chop to the throat um, then in a, another quick turnaround Trent then hits a DDT both men laid out on the mat we then get Sam Gradwell appearing on the video screen starts chatting a bit of shit uh, Huxley then plants Trent with a powerbomb gets a two count and then off the ropes, Trent hits a, a Snapdragon. Is it Snapdragon Suplex? That one where he kind of Snapdragon hooks the arm? Suplex, yeah. That's it. Uh, and then follows up the Seven Star Lariat for the win. Not a bad match at all. Always good to I see Trent. I enjoyed this seven. a lot. Yeah. Um, Trent, yeah, Trent Seven's just fantastic, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he like, is. He's, he's just awesome. Yeah. Nice to see Saxon Huxley on TV again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird with Saxon, isn't it? Like, they, they keep kind of like, dipping him in and out at the moment like the, mm. it, it felt prior to that that he was kind of like get not in line for a massive push but in line for like something a decent push mm. we had um, that thing it was him and Levi Muir and Jack Stars, Jack Stars. for a bit yeah because uh, they then picked up a win over him didn't they in that handicap match and then before yeah. that he obviously had the match with um, Walter Walter yeah he had, that, um, he had the match with Rampage, he had the match with Dave Mastiff, but he was still, he was like losing some matches, but he was still quite prominently used. But then mm. all of a sudden it was like, all right, never mind. Yeah. See you later, pal. Falling by the wayside. Uh, but anyway, yeah, good match, good match. Um, we then get um, Amelia McKenzie video package, and then we see uh, Zaya Brookside being attacked backstage by Amel. And I would mm. imagine that means she will probably get inserted into the match instead next week. They they alluded um, to that a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, it was a bit weird this because they were like, "Oh, Mel was furious about it." It's like, was she? Did not see. They've not said anything. This is the first we've heard that she is furious. This is the first we've heard that she was furious about it. I mean, yeah. I'll be honest. I think Amel's probably a bit more of a compelling person to put in that match than Zaya Brookside. Because mm-hmm. um, she's kind of like a bit more of a tweener, isn't she? Yeah. Um, whereas, like, you've already well, got, she's like... she's fucking heel now, but yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean, not tweener, because she's, like, she's heel in this instance, but she can be used as a face, like, if she's up against someone like Ginny. Yeah, um, true, true. And like you look at you look at like some of the other people in it, like Isla Dawn's kind of shades of grey, isn't she? Yeah. Danny Luna's a face, and Amelia McKenzie's a face. So they had more faces than heel, mm-hmm. real. So it makes sense to yeah, makes sense to kind of replace one of the faces with a heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Um, speaking of big dirty scumbag heels, we get our main event. Kenny the scumbag, what is Williams against Amir Jordan in a no DQ loser leaves NXT UK match. Um, the build for this has been tremendous. Really, really, really good. Yeah. I was thinking during this match, I feel like it might have been a bit too soon to have done this match. Yeah, I felt they could have left it a few more weeks. I, after I feel their like last they one. could have had like well, not even that. Like, I feel like they could have had another match in between. You reckon? Yeah, but I'm, I mean, sometimes when you get a loser leaves like town match, it's because someone's injured. And me shot did not look great. No, it didn't. I thought either it's to do with a shoulder injury, or I don't know, time for family or kids or, or whatever sort of yeah. thing. Um, but yeah. Anyway, the match, as I said, uh, great build going into it. Um, would have been nice to maybe see a little bit more of a, a break in between. But uh, yeah, into the match, both men uh, try and get an advantage um, from the off. Neither one of them seems to be able to, but Jordan tries to to roll up Williams with a, a quick pin and gets a two off that uh, within the opening 10, 15 seconds. Um, Jordan then take, takes control, launches Williams into the corner a couple of times, um, he's then halted in his attack when Williams hits a Pele kick to the injured shoulder and continues to use the ropes to work that over and target it outside the ring as well. And Kenny then goes to the uh, ring ringkeeper's corner, grabs a steel chair, inflicts some more damage on Jordan, smashes him over the back with it. He then goes back over to the keeper's area, uh, grabs a toolbox and dumps that in the ring. He hangs Jordan up in a tree of woe on the opposing corner uh, and then grabs uh, a chair and the um, like the turnbuckle bar as well from the toolbox, sits there and just yep. uh, sort of berates Jordan and says, I, ha- I always hated you and this, that and the other. Um, he then tries to attack Jordan uh, while he's still strung up in the corner with the bar, um, but Jordan fights out of it. They then spill to the outside, um, or rather Williams spills to the outside. Jordan then hits a dive through the ropes, but then is immediately sent shoulder first into the ring post by Williams. Kenny then starts to expose the the mat, um, like pulling up the mat and, and the floor outside the ring. Goes for a bulldog. Uh, that's blocked. Jordan's then sent into the barricade. Williams then goes to follow up, and then his back body drops and launched over the top. They both start fighting around that big kind of video pillar that they've got. Um <clears throat> They move to what would be normally the hard cam side, I guess. Um, Jordan gets a flight case, smashes that into Williams as he's down on the floor. Um, and then there's a table set up there already uh, with various bits and bobs on. And 
Williams is on one side of it. He's laid down on the floor. Jordan goes over to continue the attack. Um, and Williams grabs the fire extinguisher, blinds him with that, um, which allows him to gain the advantage again. Um, yeah. Back in the ring, um, Jordan's kind of up on his knees. Uh, Williams hits a, a massive penalty kick, uh, gets a two count off that. He then the exposed- noise off that was fucking horrible. Yeah. Yeah, he leathered him with that. He kicked him right in the heart. <laughs> right in the heart. Uh, he then exposes the turnbuckle, which is a, a throwback to their last match, um, which is, I think, how he won, wasn't it? In their last yeah. match. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Um, Jordan, this time, however, is wise to his trick, sees it, and manages to block the attack. Uh, Williams, after kicking out of a pin attempt, then throws Jordan into the exposed turnbuckle anyway. Jordan kicks out of a move that I don't know what it's called. You know what that is? It's just after that, after he hit him in, uh, the, in the corner. It was like a wheelbarrow face buster, wasn't it? Okay, that's it. Cool. Which is, again, it was like a nice little callback because obviously their tag team finish was Kenny had hit that and then roll out of the way and then Amir had hit the Swanton bomb. Yeah, yeah. Which was why, like, they kind of, they, they can hit it, they can win with it together, but they can't win with it separately. Oh, it's no, a nice, nice little touch of that. Very clever. Love that. In the details, mate, in the details. The devil is in the details, or he's in the ring because Kenny Williams is the devil. (laughs) Jordan then on the apron tries to hit a suplex on Williams onto the exposed flooring. He blocks it. They both fight out of it. Um, Williams then kind of slides under through the legs. Looks like he's going to hit like a sunset flip bomb um, and then also goes for a power bomb. But Jordan again manages to kind of block and evade out of it. Jordan eventually manages to hit a suplex onto the floor and then drags him into the ring. Oh, that as well was vile. Yeah, just disgusting. Proper slap. Um, Jordan then goes up for the sent on, barely connects with it. Like it was like he just kind of caressed him with the back of his mm. head. Didn't connect fully. Um, gets a two count off that. Amir then sets up the chair, um, bounces Kenny's head off it a couple of times. Once again, goes up to the top rope. Kenny throws the chair at him, but Amir catches it, launches it back to Kenny, which causes Kenny to fall into the ropes, which then makes Jordan land balls first onto the exposed steel, which Kenny had exposed a little earlier. Um, Williams then hits his finisher to Jordan on top of the steel chair and sends him off packing. That's it. I I thought there was two very cool things they could have done here, which was one was Kenny wins and Amir, like, which what we got basically because Amir is like, selling of losing that match afterwards oh, was mate. fantastic yeah yeah He's crying in the ring you look looking oh, at the dismay and they shot it beautifully like over his shoulder Tugging on the heartstrings the referee <laughs> going come on you need to leave him here you don't work here anymore you don't work like, here anymore <laughs> fuck off mate here's your p60 yeah. get out i was like you, you fucking scumbag <laughs> um but yeah like the, the other thing was that amir almost went to like kenny's mm. one yeah. Like when he when he was slamming Kenny face first in that chair, I was like, Amir's gonna go to the dark side here. Mm. He's gonna he's gonna like he's gonna snap. But but I think when I I don't like I I hope this isn't like Amir Jordan's legit last match in NXT UK. If, because not think, be. I think when he comes back, he'll be like a red hot baby face. Over like Rover. I I, conf- I compared this a lot uh, in previous podcasts to Gargano and Champa's feud. Mm. Um, and obviously, when when Gargano like left and he came back a couple of weeks later, he was like red hot. Yeah, yeah. I can see. Obviously, we don't have fans there, but I can see like that sort of 
similar thing where Amir mm. will have kind of momentum coming back. Maybe they hold him off until they get fans back and he gets a big old pop. It, I mean, yeah, if when they can realistically get fans back, it looks like it could be the end of summer. Mm. The first show, first show back, that's like the surprise return. Amir Jordan coming to attack Kenny Williams after he's been in, just have yeah. Kenny be absolute piece of shit yeah. for the next three, four months and then have Amir come back and just like attack him. But Amir costs him like a really high profile match as well, so it's even more impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Good but, stuff. Yeah, really good match. Really um, good. Really the, good. Awesome. These feud. two are, I, yeah, I, I really like the feud with them. Like mm. the well, the actual tag team I wasn't it wasn't that I didn't like it, I just wasn't huge on it. Yeah, that's it fair. Kind of, it was just kind of there. They were like very sort of bland babyface tag team, weren't they? And then mm. we got Evil Kenny. It's like, okay, yeah, scumbag Kenny, made scumbag us, Kenny Williams made us care Kenny about Williams. it. Yeah, <laughs> made us understand. <laughs> Especially because, as I said, like Amir is like such a fucking. He's like the definition of like white meat babyface, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He, he really is. He, he's like. <laughs> He's like the most like you you can't hate him. He's like Jordan. a puppy. He's like a really yeah, happy child. A, like you can't. He's not. such a nice, enthusiastic guy. It's like yeah. yeah, you just want to you just want to root for him. So like almost Kenny. almost sickly sweet but bearable. Yeah. <laughs> but to, that's what I mean to see Kenny like drive him to the brink mm. as well. It's like that 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 kind of solidifies how much of a piece of shit Kenny Williams is. That <laughs> pure. Amir Jordan almost <laughs> pure <got>. Amir Jordan <laughs> pure wholesome as shit Amir Jordan almost got pushed to the dark side by Kenny Williams <laughs> when all he wanted to do was win clean that's all he wanted to do that's not too much all to he ask. wanted to do was just get like a nice clean victory Kenny Williams was trying to get him to fucking kick people in the balls and use steel chairs and belts on pretty deadly oh Kenny you're shite anyway oh, yeah Good I feel match. like this is a really going to be a really interesting heel run for Kenny Williams now. Yeah, yeah. Because so. I, I feel like he's probably going to go after the winner of Tyler Bate Naked. Oh, you reckon? Either that or maybe Nathan Fraser, because that'd be a good they're, match. They're like the three sort of like baby faces that I think Kenny would have some good matches with. Mm. Um, there's obviously Trent as well, but Trent seems a bit busy with uh, the other blade. Um <laughs> It's true. <laughs> but either either way, like they're, they're doing some fucking awesome work, aren't they? Yeah, as always. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that wraps up things for this week's episode of NXT UK. Um, however, we've obviously got the women's Gauntlet match next week. Um should we chuck in a prediction for that? Who do you reckon? Um, it's probably going to be Amelia McKenzie, isn't it? I would. I can't really see past her. There's no one else that feels. It's mm. it's intriguing that adding a Mel to it. Yeah, I what? think if there was anyone else in there, I think if um, if someone like Piper Niven was in there or. Uh, Aoife Valkyrie or Mega, then I think it would be a little bit unpredictable, but it feels pretty much like it's geared towards Amelia McKenzie at this point. 
Yeah, even the fact that they left her promo to last, it was like, yeah, she's the person they want want you to have the lasting impression of going yeah. into this match. Yeah, they've made a rightfully so. They've made a big deal out of Millie McKenzie when she, since she's a uh, comeback. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't really see anybody else. No, winning that. She's losing to Kaylee Ray though. Kaylee Ray is holding that title forever. Oh, okay. Kaylee Ray is the forever champ. Um, <laughs> She's At least until probably, Sasha Banks comes over and says, I want that. I was going to say she's probably going to drop it to her Aoife Valkyrie. Um, um, they've yeah. kind of, they've got this like sort of like redemption thing going on with Aoife, haven't they now, where she's like... Mm. She, she needs to she's avenge her loss to the, to the end boss. Yeah, the, the final boss has beaten her, so she needs to like reclaim her. The, the underboss. <laughs> you know, the boss and Luke Farley is not an NXT UK um, <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, she, I wish she he was <laughs> imagine Christ imagine. Him, him and Rampage <laughs> but Luke Farley just coming in dumping <laughs> fucking Eva Valkyrie on her head <laughs> Going, fuck her <laughs> fuck her <laughs> just screaming fucking at people <laughs> <laughs> The only way I want to see Bad Luck Farley in WWE is if he's coming out to carry a baller on his, on his shoulders like he did in New Japan. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Baller's bodyguard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was NXT UK. Um, another one in the bag. Thank you as always for listening, guys. Before we go, uh, a quick shout out to our... We're doing highs and lows. Oh, shit. Yeah, highs and lows. We do, don't we do that on the podcast? Oh, usually, mate. Hey. All right, pal. All right, pal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that. Go on then. What were your highs and lows? You gobshite. Um, my <laughs> high was the main event was awesome. Um, yeah. My low was that I feel like there was a little bit too many like video packages and promos and not mm. enough actual wrestling. Yeah, I agree. Actually, like I, as I say, I I I was watching it and I. I realized there'd only been two minutes of wrestling. I felt like the show had been going on for ages mm. and then it checked and it'd only been fifteen minutes. And I was like, oh fuck me. Like that's that's a little bit ridiculous. Like Yeah. I, I, it's an hour show and they've got to cram everything they can in in that hour. They could but, have got rid of a few bits though. Like I don't like Like even the women's like vignettes to hype up them being in the match, they could have done that as like a one big video package. Mm. And it wouldn't or have, if they announced the match, anything away from it. Yeah, yeah. Or if they'd announced the match a week earlier, and they could have done a couple last week and a couple this week instead of cramming them all into one show just because the yeah. match is next week. Yeah. So um, I didn't think they were bad, and I think it was it's deserving. It's good to to have that. I, I thought they were it, all but... good promos. I just mm. felt like it was too, like there was a little bit too much reliance on video packages and promos this week. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd agree. Especially because, like, other than other than like the Ilya Mastiff match, which was two minutes, like, I'm fair enough. They give twenty minutes to the main event. Yeah, like Trenton um, Huxley was only like six, seven minutes. Wasn't that mm. long, man? No, no. And that's a bit more time you could have actually give to that. And I mean, you you know me, I love Trent Seven. I'm not going to be upset if I have more Trent Seven on my TV. <laughs> Yeah. Never going to be upset about that. <laughs> um, I agree. Both your highs and lows. Main event was was superb. Um, 
And yeah, just a few too many video packages. Like they, they could have cut a few out and it wouldn't have felt as overwhelming. Like they could have got rid of the Stevie Turner one. They could have got rid of the Gallus one. Uh, they could have got rid of the subculture one because we pretty much saw exactly the same one last week. We yeah. probably could have got rid of the A-Kid and Trent, uh, Tyler Bate one. Like, nah, I love that. We, no, no, it was awesome. But again, they could have shown that last week, uh, next week and mm. done it as like, almost like they do on NXT when they have like the prime target thing before the match. Yeah, I feel like we're getting a prime target next week for it, though. You reckon? I, I, like, they're building this up like it's going to be a fucking pay-per-view. Like, mm. I feel like it was one of the matches they were trying to build up to take over. Trying to take over, it, yeah. I feel like over. it would have been. Um, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I mean, as I say, that the way my my personal way I would have done it would, would have just been to have all those women's, like... Just as one. All, all those women's things just edited in as one. Yeah, fair uh, enough. And then, because they, they were only, overall, they were only about two or three minutes in total. Mm. So it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have, like, felt too long if they had of put them all to like edited that all together mm-hmm. yeah yeah fair and they're probably going to edit it all together and show it before the fucking go exactly anyway. exactly so it's, it's <laughs> you know what i mean it's yeah. it's one of them like yeah. well, could have just done that mm. uh well now the highs and lows are out of the way that wraps up this week's show uh before we go <laughs> a shout out to our sponsors uh thatchface.com where you can go for all of your beard and grooming needs. They do beard balms, beard oils, brushes, combs, gift sets, uh, wash bags. A proceed of their takes go to Testicular Cancer UK. And if you use the discount code at the checkout, UWP20, you'll get yourself 20% off your purchase. And also a huge shout out to Top Rope Brewing. Um, Our very own Big Tasty is head brewer there and brews up some absolutely fantastic beverages, which you can check out at topropebrewing.com. Including... you won last night. Oh, did they? Or did yeah, I see it? Uh, I'm sure I it saw it. It was a collab with Frank Turner. Ah, that was it. Um, yeah, yeah. And he's going to be playing a gig at their brewery on the 8th of July. That's um, awesome. They're doing a draw. There's only 30 tickets available. Uh, they're doing like a they're doing like a draw for a pair of tickets each. So there's it, it, that's all on the website. Um, I think that's. It's on well, topropebrewing.com. I think it's forward slash Frontier Gathering. Mm-hmm. Um, and the beer they've done with them is called The Gathering. Um, yeah. And it's a Simcoe Mosaic Pale Big Tasty. He was drinking it on the AW podcast last night and said it was tasting good. I've got some on the way. She'll be at my house any minute now. Nice. Um, I'm very excited about that because it sounds right up my street. Um, <laughs> They also do uh, cold stone cream, Austin, uh, lemon cheesecake, uh, pale ale, shock the citra, a citra IPA, uh, pano chocolate, which is a chocolate stout. Paul as well pano as, chocolate. That's it. As well as um, Papa Mango, Head of the Table, On This Day, and all the other good ones. They've um, also got some new ones coming up next week, actually. Neil sent me some pictures before. Oh, they're treating us. Um, yeah, it, they've got. I'll tell you what they are now. Um, I say some. It's one. Um, Ding Dong Hello, which is a uh, India Pale Ale, which the the label is literally a, a wacky wavy inflatable tube arm man cut in half. Yes. with a sad face. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, that I think that comes out on 
it's either this Monday or the following Monday. I'm not too sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, either way, they're doing good beer. Good shit. Good shit. Yes, boy. Um, and as we alluded to at the start of the episode, we are on pretty much all of the social media platforms. Jay, let people know where we're at. So you can get us on Facebook and YouTube by searching Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we do a lot of our live streams on on both those platforms. Uh, if you follow our page on, if you like our page or follow our page on Facebook, you'll get notified about that. If you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you'll also get notified about that. It does help us if you subscribe to the channel. Helps us grow it a lot. Um, and then we can put some more content on there. We will be adding some other cool stuff soon in the near future. Um, as for uh, the rest of it, Twitter, Twitch, and Discord is all Untitled Rest Pod. On our Twitter ch- uh, channel, we generally just put up when new podcasts are out. Uh, we ch- just generally chat as well. Um, Discord, it, we've got a really big community. Uh, well, uh, not a big community, but a grown community, I should say. Um, full of not just wrestling fans, there's non-wrestling fans in there as well. We don't just talk about wrestling. We talk Indeed. about all kinds. Um, we've been talking all about like the new MCU films, Um and a, a lot of people have been there talking about um, beer and music as well in there. So it, there's a there's a whole community um, to that. We want to keep growing it. Please join. Um, and Twitch, we do our Saturday night gaming stream on on our Twitch channel. Aaron has his own little series he does on a Monday. Um, and then pe- periodically, just when we're available, we stream like games together as well. Um, looking at doing a Halo Massive Halo 3 playthrough. Um, We're going to do some one. FIFA as well. Going to do some FIFA. I downloaded that today. Uh, you get to see me playing badly at FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> we also need to finish Resident Evil 5. Me and Troy are playing Resident Evil 5, yeah. And then we're going to suffer through Resident Evil 6. And uh, we're also... Behave, mate. I just bought Resident Evil 8 today. I'm doing that first. <laughs> You know, um, we, you've also you also bought a uh, Fire Pro, didn't you? Which we're going to do a bit of, of uh, yes. a little bit of a uh, Fire Promoter on mm. currently. Um, I'm going to have a look into that today. Actually, see if if we can do head to head, that'll be awesome because we can do it like Battle of Brands. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'll I'll see what we can do because we'd obviously have to get the same assets, which is where the issue is because I'll have to. It'll take you quite a bit of time. <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to basically like send you what everything I've got. Yeah. Like a screenshot and you'd have to download would be tricky. But either way, that's not that's another thing the on the way. <laughs> that's another thing on the way. Either way, we've got a lot of cool stuff uh, coming. And yeah, just stay tuned. Join like like us, follow us on all them. Uh you can subscribe on Twitch as well. You've got an Amazon Prime um subscription. You get a free subscribe every month. If you do it for us, we still get all the all the money we would have got. If you had have done it, like paid for it, um, helps grow the channel immensely. Like that's that's one of the biggest things. And yeah, just mm. just keep supporting us. Keep telling your friends about us if you like listening to our podcasts. Indeed, you do. I'm a little ramble there. Sorry, guys. It's all right. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Thanks for joining us, guys. We appreciate that. We'll catch you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye. You must love this podcast house and the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House.